We have a massive 12-game NBA slate on Wednesday. NBA didn't want to compete with the NCAA tournament. I don't know if that's true, but I'm kind of guessing that's the case. So for Thursday, we only have one NBA slate, one NBA game slate, but 12 today, 12 Friday. So big slates, little slates kind of mixed in together. A lot of games. There's going to be a lot of injuries today. It's impossible for us to hit on every single one of them. So I've really tried to narrow this down to just the most important injuries. If anything is different or you guys have any questions later on in the day, anything that you want to ask me about, leave a question in the comment section below. Also like this video and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And let's start by talking about this injury report and Justice Winslow, who hasn't played for a while for the Portland Trailblazers. I didn't even think he was going to play the rest of the season, but he's been listed as questionable. We've seen so much usage go to guys like Josh Hart, Brandon Williams as of late, how would Justice Winslow coming back impact some of those players? Yeah, I mean, it would make, I don't feel very confident in in the impact that it would have, but I do think that it would just kind of have a negative impact on like everybody because there's a lot of guys on this Blazers team that are fantasy viable basically just because they're playing a ton of minutes and bringing Winslow back, even if he doesn't play a, a ton of minutes in his first game back, even if he just comes in and plays, you know, 20 minutes or something like that, it would still have a negative impact on some of those peripheral guys. But Winslow also, you know, he's not a, a high usage guy, but he's it's high enough. He can handle the ball a bit. He can rebound a bit. It's likely he would just, you know, have, he would cut into rates a little bit too. So where you have, you know, like Josh Hart at 8,600, Brandon Williams at 6,500 on DraftKings, I think that they're already pretty, they're, they're high upside plays, but you know, pretty, pretty correctly priced. If Winslow comes back, it, it would be, I think at least a little bit of a negative for those guys on FanDuel. There's probably enough cushion where they would still look really good though. Uh, let's get to some of the bigger names now. Sorry, I'm having some uh, weird audio issues here, but whatever. Hopefully everything gets recorded and I don't have to worry about it. I listen back to this afterwards. We'll find out. OKC, the next team to talk about. SGA is questionable. There's a whole bunch of guys that are out for the Thunder. Mike Muscala, Ty Jerome, Josh Giddy, Kenrich Williams, Derek Favors, Lou Dort, Jeremiah Robinson. Earl. None of these players are available for the Thunder. Now, I happen to think SGA is probably more likely to sit than he is to play. Uh, just because why would they play him at this point in the season if he is 100%? But do you feel the same way? And then kind of regard irregardless, if SGA is out, who benefits? Yeah, I don't really have a good read on you know if he'll play or not. But uh, if he's out, this team... Like they, they become a mess because you just have a bunch of like G League level players, but they're also extremely shorthanded. So those G League G League level players would have to play a lot of minutes. Uh, you have Teo Maladon at 3,800 on DraftKings that would step in the more playing time. Trey Mann's production goes up when he's not playing alongside SGA and Giddy, so he would look a lot better than he already does at 5,100. Darius Baisley probably plays or his minutes at least are. are solidified just as a trickle down effect of OKC being even more shorthanded. Um, Aaron Wiggins plays. I he's 4,700. I don't care that much, but um, Lindy waters, you know, would, would play more minutes at 3,200. It would become a, a very, very shorthanded team that also has a lot of uh, productivity available for some very cheap players. Any game that's expected to be pretty high scoring 230 and a half point total. So it does look like a game that we're going to want to target. If SGA is going to be out that that's, so many it, it basically anybody who's any bit decent on the OKC roster would be out at this point in the season if if right. SGA is if SGA I guess like Darius Baisley would be their best player is is do you think that's accurate the best player on the Thunder would be Darius Baisley if SGA sets yeah I mean if you wanted to make some sort of arguments for like Pokashevsky or man or something then sure but yeah it's probably Baisley all right, good news. I've got my audio back now, so I could hear everything you're saying. And a few more situations hit on there are going to be massively impactful on tonight's slate. 
Next one, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Jaden McDaniels, he's out with a high ankle sprain, so probably a long-term injury. But then in addition to that, Jared Vanderbilt and Nas Reed are questionable the front court. Then the backcourt, Patrick Beverly and Jordan McLaughlin are questionable. What do you make of this whole situation? Because it does seem like there's a pretty good opportunity for value in the front court for Minnesota. Yeah, I think so too. Um, with McDaniel's out, I mean that already is opening up some playing time for somebody like Torian Prince at 3,500. But if you take out Nas Reed, um, you know that probably helps to solidify Towns' minutes a little bit. He played 36 minutes last game. Obviously, that was a game where um, he was playing out of his mind, scored 60 points. But without a backup, you know, typically you can add a couple minutes to the starter, uh, especially, you know, if they're already shorthanded in the front court with McDaniels out as well. Uh, Prince, you know, maybe plays a little bit more as well. He played 27 minutes last game without Reed. Uh, so I, I think that's um, it, – it's, you know, possible that he gets mid-20s here with McDaniels out. Um, if Beverly were to sit – we got 25 minutes last game from Jalen Noel. Uh, that does include some borderline garbage run at the end of the game. But uh, if you have Beverly out, you certainly could see more run for Noel at 3,300 uh, and that opening up his value. And then you also have um, D'Angelo Russell's assist percentage increases when Beverly sits as well. Now let's move on to the Utah Jazz, a team that when I first saw the injury report, I didn't really think it was going to be all that impactful. But then you start to look through the Utah Jazz's a rotation and Daniel House is out. Yudoka Azubuki is out. Bojan Bogdanovic is out and Trent Forrest is out. So we are missing some key contributors, not if they're the biggest names on the team. But then you start to look at some of the pricing here. And as a result, Rudy Gay is projected to be one of the most popular plays on FanDuel today. The chalkiest play over on DraftKings, 12 game slate still projected to be in over a third of the field's lineups. So how much of a run, how much run do you see Rudy Gay getting tonight? And do you think all the ownership going to him is warranted? With the way value looks right now, I think it's warranted because he's 3,100. He's not a bad point-per-minute producer, and I think it's pretty likely you're getting mid to upper 20s from, from Gay. He started the second half in place of House last game, only played about 10 minutes in the second half, but that's misleading because he lost about a minute and a half at the end of the third quarter because he picked up his fifth foul or fourth foul, um, and then he fouled out within three minutes of coming back into the game in the fourth quarter you don't really have a whole lot behind them. Like, you know, yeah, maybe Nikhil Alexander-Walker gets into the rotation. Maybe Eric Pascoe plays a little bit more. But without Bogdanovich and without House, and then also without Force, there's a lot of minutes available. So even if you think that they don't, you know, just throw Gay out there for 36 minutes, which I, I don't think that they will, it's pretty easy to see how he at least gets 25, 26 minutes, which makes him look like a phenomenal value at essentially minimum salary. And finally, let's hit on what I think is the most substantial injury we have to talk about today, which is Joel Embiid being listed as questionable. He took a hard fall in the game against Denver. Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was that fouled him. I think it might have been Jamichael Green. Hit him on the arm while he was going up. Landed really hard on his back. He's listed as questionable now with back soreness. We're also only a week removed from Doc Rivers saying that over the last stretch of the season, they do have a rest plan in place for both Joel Embiid and James Harden to make sure they're fresh and rested for the playoffs. With all that in mind, I think it's fairly likely Joel Embiid ends up sitting today. We've already seen pretty big line movement in favor of the Cleveland Cavaliers, which I think a lot of people are on the same page thinking that way. But then you start to look at the Philadelphia frontcourt situation where they had Andre Drummond at one point. They shipped him away in the James Harden trade. So if Joel Embiid does end up sitting, which I think is going to be the case, how are they going to allocate these frontcourt minutes? I think that's a really good question because, you know, for, for the entire season, it's been, oh, Andre Drummond steps up and plays the starters minutes. But now they have DeAndre Jordan playing the Andre Drummond role. And as much as, you know, we say Drummond's not a very good NBA player, DeAndre Jordan is not a very good NBA player at this point. So 
I don't know if DeAndre Jordan just moves into the starting lineup. Uh, they have Paul Millsap on the bench. You know, maybe he leapfrogs Jordan and becomes the starter. Maybe they both just play like 20 minutes and Tobias Harris gets some time at the five. It is worth noting that, you know, Cleveland's missing Jared Allen. So they essentially have their power forward starting at center. You could, if they wanted to, just go with Tobias Harris there. Um, maybe we get a starting lineup, you know, where it's like Maxi, uh, Maxi, Dybul, Niang, Sorry, Matt Harden, Maxi, Dybul, Niang, Harris, you know, is, is certainly reasonable here. Um, so I don't really know what they'll do. I don't have a lot of confidence in it. I will say that if you get a 3K, Deon, thir, or sorry, $3,300 DeAndre Jordan or a 3K Paul Millsap starting, they're at the very least worthy of taking some shots. But I do think that you should still be cautious because it's kind of like when Dwight Howard starts for the Lakers. Like it, you're at least getting the opportunity for them to go out there and play well. And if they do play well, they can pick up more minutes and look really good. But they also are not very good. And the Sixers have a lot of options rotation wise. So you shouldn't just think, oh, he's starting. He's locked in the 30 minutes or something. That is, is definitely not the case. No. And the thing that is annoying is that you get some of these cheap starting centers that move into the road. They're all good fantasy producers. Right. They're all capable of putting up fantasy points. Is DeAndre Jordan washed at this point in square? Absolutely. He's only in the league because he's friends with everybody. And everybody's like, oh, cool. We need DeAndre Jordan in the locker room. But still, 12.8 minutes per game this year, averaging 13.25 fantasy points. It's over a fantasy point per minute. So, you know, if he gets into the starting lineup, it would be hard to at least not consider him. But I think Millsap and, and, uh, and Jordan here would at least both be live to pick up extra minutes in the starting center role. So I think the starting lineup is going to tell us a lot here. Uh, guys, do us a favor, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, check out FanUp, the presenting sponsor of the NBA Injury Report. If you sign up at FanUp using the promo code Osmo, get $25 for free and $20 in site credit. That's all you have to do. Nothing else involved. Good luck.